I'm Ashley. I'm Lauren. And this is Whispers in the Basement. Yeah. Nice and profesh. Profesh. Every time I do that, it makes me think of ASMR, which you either love or you hate. I love. You do love. You like the whispering ASMR. I do. I like the soap cutting. I love it. Soap cutting is also, or the phloem. Ooh, or the uh, little, like, phloem balls that are, like, <sighs> mm-hmm. coated in that, I don't know, some kind of plastic, and they say blue or purple, yeah. and then you have to guess, and then... Have you also watched the wood soup? No. It's so cool. Okay, remind me after this one. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, another weird video. Courtney and I love listening, uh, to... Are you gonna tell this, the bulls? The cow calling? The fuck is a cow call? Okay, there's this girl that her whole YouTube is her doing this, like, Okay, no. But that's because it's, like, Swedish. Yes, and her cows always come running whenever yes, she does that. Yes, that's pretty. Yeah, that's I pretty. thought you were talking, like, Midwestern, like, I'm thinking of my dad where he's oh, going, Sue cow, Sue cow. Don't they do competitions like that at, um... The Iowa State Fair? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. they also do holler for your husband. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> holler for your husband contests? Yeah. I've seen those, and I'm like, really, mm, That's That's one of those, like... If I sat and watched those, Joey, I would be amazing. Get your butt. Like, that's what they sound like. I'm like, yeah. No. Checking out. Checking out. Audio. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. No. But the cow calling girl. I have seen hers before. And they're they're very... She's got a pretty voice, I yes. think. Courtney's always... If we're ever at my house and we're watching YouTube videos, she's always like, can we watch that again? And I'm like... Yeah, have you so. seen... Speaking of Swedish, have you seen... Um, do you, and maybe you remember The Sound of Ice. Do you remember I showed you that one time? No. It's a girl that lives in, like, Sweden. She uh-huh. lived in the city and then decided she didn't want to live in the city. She didn't want to live the city life anymore. And so they moved, like, out to the middle of nowhere. And she makes, like, they make, like, silver jewelry. It's uh-huh. beautiful. Super expensive, but beautiful. Handmade silver jewelry. And they live near a lake. And it gets so cold up there that when ice actually forms, it makes a sound. Or when it cracks, it makes a sound. So she goes and she sits on this lake because the ice is super thick there. Uh And she records the sound of ice. Oh, I bet that is so nice. It's so cool. It sounds like electricity. When it's, it's just. You were getting ready to try to. Yep. I was getting ready to try to sound like electricity. It just sounds so cool. Oh, I bet that would be so relaxing to listen to too. It is. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love shit like that though. So. No. I'm kind of woo woo. (laughs) You're woo woo. Woo 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 boo boo. (laughs) 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 Yeah. If you caught the last episode, I'll do yoga with you. Not in forests, but I'll do goat yoga. You need to go do a sound bath again. I thought about that the other day, but I want a sound bath like the first one. What was the first one? Was we were all in that big room and it was dark. Oh, alley cat? Yes. yes. I looked Not the second one. Yeah, no. Because that one, I mean, you would hear. I couldn't really. <laughs> I couldn't relax, A, eh? because you were making me a nervous fucking wreck. <laughs> You weren't, yeah, yeah, you weren't conforming to the rules. No, I thought that she said envision yourself doing these movements. I look over and you look like you're frying like a piece <laughs> so of bacon. I'm like, like what starfish the f- on the floor. <laughs> Imagining 
my head that I'm doing all of these yoga poses. And then I realized that she's saying, like repeating again to do them. And so then I open my eyes and I look over and see that <laughs> Ashley's doing the poses. <laughs> I still though. <laughs> I still think the funniest thing was oh my God, whenever I forgot my blanket was when you told me that you went with Caitlyn yeah. and didn't bring a fucking thing with you. Like you didn't have anything, no, and so because I wasn't told. So then I'm just picturing you laying on this bare floor, just laying on this bare floor after they've done the tuning fork, and you've picked your crystal, and you're just like, yeah, I set my intention. Yeah, well, laying because in there. there were women that literally walked in with like these comfy ass pillows. You're there to take a really nap. Great. Basically, yeah, yeah you're there to I take a nap. I was on my like yoga mat that I bought from because I was like I'm gonna get a Lululemon yoga mat and it was like called the big mat and this sucker is like XXL so it's always mortifying whenever I unroll <laughs> it <so> it's <laughs> such a pretty and it's comfy as shit yeah it's a good mat um but yes uh can you I, imagine doing can you imagine doing one with like we did at Alley Cat like stoned because it was long oh, like, I, I mean I don't know if I would have woke up I would have been like... Because it was like pitch black in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we even had the things that the you could cover your eye eyes mask. with. Yeah. Yeah. And they had... I just... Yeah. I and just remember... They around with the like essential oil spray. Oh, yes. Man, it, it's almost like a nap without a nap. It... Yeah. It definitely is a mind reset. It's yeah. just... Yeah. That would be fun to do and then like go get in like a hot tub or a sauna after. It, yes. So, um, actually, I don't think Clar- Clarity doesn't have hot tub... They have massages, I think. You know, Clarity Spa. Is that the float spa? Yeah. Oh. They have massages, and I think it would be good to do a massage and then go do the float spa. Oh, yeah, that would be so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that float spa. I do wish that the float spa had an option for music in the pod. It doesn't? No. I thought it did. It plays music at the end to wake you, like, to wake oh, you back up. Because you can know. hear music outside. Mm-hmm. See, did you close your lid? Yes. See, I am claustrophobic, and I tried it, uh-huh. and I about had a mental breakdown. I couldn't breathe because yeah. it's also warm water. Yeah, it's salt water. That's yeah. how you float. So it's like humid, and the air is really thick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna close this. That's why I couldn't do a um, cabin. I couldn't do a cabin. Oh, okay. I would have to do a pod. And when I closed that lid, I was like, <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. so I had to have the lid open part of the way. Yeah, Seth did not like doing that. He yeah. all, like his tinnitus was like going constantly. He was like, I tried to do everything. And he was like, it just was not fun. Really? I loved it. Yeah, I would do it again. Except I do wish it wasn't like, I wish it was 60 minutes instead of 90 minutes. But 90 minutes is too long for me. Yeah. To be there with my thoughts by myself. If, if I could get in and immediately just, like, chillax, it takes me a while to... Chill. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so what is your all-time favorite thing to cook from scratch? Um, so I haven't been, like, the world's best cook. I mean, I don't think I'm bad. You're a good cook. I'm a good cook now, but it's taken me a long time to get there. Right. But a lot of it's just because I don't have the patience to do it but now that i am cooking more i can make some dang good gnocchi oh yeah gnocchi mm-hmm. yeah. and i like my cinnamon rolls man yeah your cinnamon rolls are fire mm-hmm. especially with that coffee icing girl so good the bomb yeah amazing i'm sorry it's it's not the bomb it's uh it's got riz it's 
got Riz. If anybody Dread under the Riz. age of 16 is listening to this, they're probably like, cringe. Yeah. <laughs> it's got Riz Raz. We just built different. Yep, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so today we are going to do a deep dive into Ballerina Farms. I have never heard of Ballerina Farms. Okay, well, you live under a rock, clearly. I guess so. Because uh, you were even on TikTok during COVID. Yeah. Um. So... I was on a, tip, a different TikTok than yeah, you. Yeah, your For You page is not my For You page. I was on Fuck Your Hair Up TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Not on your TikTok. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Uh, so everything I'm about to say is alleged, and honestly, this is just fun for me to gossip about, honestly. Okay. All right. So you have never heard of Ballerina Farms. Never, ever. But for the uh, 13.2 million followers on her TikTok and Instagram, we have heard of her. <laughs> so Hannah Nealman and her husband, Daniel, own and run a ranch in Utah called Ballerina Farms. From this ranch... Hannah has curated the most aesthetically pleasing homestead content. This content has grown to a combined 13.2 million followers. On the farm, they sell meat they raise, raw baked goods, baking supplies, sourdough starters, and flowers through their website. They also offer subscription boxes with an assortment of either like meat in a box, raw baked goods in a box, or... Like, you can get floral arrangements. I think they have, like, one or two floral arrangements that they offer every month. So, that okay, I'm looking at pictures right now. Uh-huh. Yep, have no clue who this woman is. Um, very homesteady, though. Yeah, very homesteady. Maybe you'll get to this part, but I'll wait. Okay, so on her social media, you will uh, see perfectly imperfect videos of a rustic homesteading lifestyle. Her kids are running around in sad beige kid clothes, being kids on a farm, helping with chores, cooking, crafting, and just having a blast. Hannah will make videos of her throwing these from scratch meals together. And the whole time, she makes it just look effortless and like she's living the dream life. She will even let her kids help, which, I mean, just makes it so wholesome. Honestly, some of her standout videos where she's cooking, um, like her from scratch meals, is she's made... Like homemade mozzarella from scratch. Oh, girl. I watch. There's actually a lady in Missouri that I follow on Instagram that makes. Is it the Boone lady? Like Farmhouse on Boone? No. Wild Carrot Farm, I think, is what it is. She's oh. down like Southish area, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes mozzarella and she also makes um, makeup out of. Like plants and stuff? Nope. What's that stuff that comes off of animal fat? Tallow. Oh, tallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tallow. Huh. It's so fun. And soaps. Goat milk soap. Oh, that's I'll cool. have to share her Instagram to you. Yeah. Um, the farmhouse on Boone Girl, she lives in Boone County. Oh. And this... her specialty is uh, like einkorn flour. I have no idea what that is. So it's like an ancient uh, grain. Interesting. Before, you know, America got a hold of wheat and made it to what it is today. Sawdust? Yeah, basically. Yeah. The one, uh, the wild, I think it's Wild Carrot Farm. I like her because she, um, she's like the homestead version of me. She's covered in tattoos, piercings. Oh, I love that. Freaking love her. Okay, yeah, send her to me. I will. So, Hannah's haters will say that her and her husband are cosplaying as homesteaders. I mean, <laughs> it's a, it's a fad right now. It so, is. I could see that. Yeah. 
Hannah is currently a mom of seven and expecting her eighth baby. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so, like, she's a mom of eight. I don't know, I'm probably wording that wrong. She also just won the Mrs. American pageant. I was just going to ask about that, because as I'm scrolling through her Instagram, that's all I see is... The, like, the publicity for that. How do you push out eight children and look like this? Like, there's not a, a wrinkle on her face. I don't think that they eat any junk food. It's, like, from scratch meals 24-7. But not even, like, massive desserts or anything. I wonder if she's dipping her face in tallow. Probably. Um, that, so the Mrs. American pageant is established to honor married women who still want to compete in the pageant industry. The more the account for Ballerina Farms grows, the more people are speculating how the Neilmans have this picture-perfect farming lifestyle. So let's go back to the beginning for Hannah and Daniel. They were married, uh, or they got married in 2011. These two are born and bred city kids. Hannah is a Juilliard-trained ballerina, and Daniel is a graduate with a master's in business. Shortly after they got married, they were residing in South America for Daniel's job with two of their sons. The boys were obsessed with farm life. You know how kids get, like, hyper-fixated on certain things? Oh, like yeah. My brothers was trains, and my oldest nephew uses Hot Wheels and Dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how their kids were with, the, their sons at the time, were with farming. Hannah and Daniel took the boys on a weekend trip inland in Brazil, where they were touring a cattle operation that also had pigs. This is not your traditional U.S. industrialized farming, where the animals are fenced up and have no quality of life. The pigs were roaming with the cows and munching on local produce that was coming from vegetation vegetation in the trees around them. So, like, the fruits would, like, fall out of the trees, and mm-hmm. that's, like, what fed the animals. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah. Um, so four years later, the farm left a big enough impression on Daniel and Hannah that whenever they returned to the U.S., they decided that they wanted to recreate the farming that they saw in Brazil. By the time that they were starting the farm, they had three boys and a girl on the way. After purchasing 100 acres in Birdseye, Utah, they dove headfirst into farming where Hannah documented everything, including errors that they would make and how they would fix it. To this day, Hannah will still say that they're learning and growing. Hannah and Daniel took farming management and marketing courses and went to YouTube and invested a lot of time and money to grow the farm to what it is today. Is it a pretty large farm? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll get into what the current farm is. Okay. Okay. So a few months after purchasing that land, a fire broke out that led to an evacuation of 2,000 homes and 6,000 people. This is where Hannah and Daniel decided to relocate their farm and expand their dream. The new farm is located in Camas, Utah, and they purchased 300 acres that had working barns, corrals, and water. So I feel like 300 acres is pretty big. That's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And this new farm is where Ballerina Farms really blew up because they had the room to blow up. Mm -hmm. And they're still actively expanding it. They're, like, putting new, uh, like, infrastructure and stuff up. I think they're doing, like, a big uh, dairy. Just them? No. Okay. They have help. Okay. Yeah. Um, So they launched their website and they started selling their meats and aprons and Ballerina Farms merch. So, like, anything that you buy from them, like, 
spoons, whisk, anything has the ballerina farms etched into it. Okay. So Hannah started really, whoops, finding her niche on the internet. She started sharing her experience with her competing as Mrs. Utah. Okay. Which is what got her into the Mrs. USA or Mrs. American pageant. She has this pool that is just so interesting. She rarely has her hair or makeup done and her clothing is usually just very simple. Um, you know, she like is usually wearing like jeans, boots, mm-hmm. blouses, mm-hmm. just she's simple. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you have probably thought with that many kids and living in the U.S. that she has to be Mormon, but no, she's a Christian, and that is something that she openly shares when she is on the stage and representing herself as Mrs. American. Does she have a nanny? Uh, so it's speculated. It's not confirmed. Okay. Because I was going to say, there's no possible, I mean, I'm not going to say that. I retract my statement. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of speculation that they have, you know, nannies and stuff. Um, their house is never spotless. Like, their house is very, uh, rustic and Mm -hmm. their floors are, like, the, not, like, laminate, but, like, the real hardwood floors. So, they just don't look... Super, super clean. They just look nice and rustic, and the whole house has that feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. They just really kind of evade any, like, questions about details. They put out their content, and they don't, they don't like, engage with their audience. And so, like, that to me is a little weird because I don't, maybe I just look at it like, how do you – well, I guess I look at it, and I think, how do you still – how do you still gain followers then? But I guess if you're aesthetically pleasing, yeah. even if you're not engaged, it's still so possible for you to engage or get followers, Emily gain followers. Rico, who blew up because of her salmon bowls that she made with like leftover salmon that mm-hmm. she cooked. Uh, she does not respond to any comments or like anything. She just puts videos up and that's goes. it. Yeah. She has like a lot of followers. That's so weird. And her platform just keeps growing. Is she, is there like bad, is there bad reddits on these guys? Uh, on Ballerina Farms. Or the other girl, the same girl. I don't know if Emily Rico has her own snark page or not. Ballerina Farms does though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Hannah, uh, displays herself as the ultimate traditional wife, serving her husband and cooking from scratch. She is an involved mother and is always letting her kids get dirty. Honestly, she is what most moms dream of being, but could never feel like they could live up to it. Her boys are always... Oh my god, what was that? I don't know. Uh, Her boys are always the cutest little uh, things with their cowboy hats on, and the girls are usually in the little day dresses. Think Little House on the Prairie, but modern. Yeah, that's the feel I get from it. Yeah. Hannah found her niche at the right time. When all of us were at home because of COVID and scrolling TikTok, plotting how we need to buy land and start homesteading, Hannah created a virtual escape for us to live out that fantasy. That is, that is very true. Yeah. It was like the, the fear that had generated in society because of COVID and like watching the cities go through lockdown. That is exactly when everybody was like, I'm living off the grid. Yeah. You're right. Well, and you had the shortage of just basic everyday groceries. Yep. And so you were you were just like, okay, let's just build a commune, live off the land, have our own community, and basically uh, fuck the man. Yeah. Yeah. 
the ballerina per farm lifestyle is just honestly too perfect. In all of the videos where Hannah is kneading her bread and making her meals from scratch, you will see this beautiful green stove behind her. This stove is what homemaking dreams are made of. Once people started seeing her use it, people began investigating how much stove this would cost so that they could have it for themselves. This exact stove seen in her videos is worth $30,000. What's so great about it? Is it the fact that it's vintage? It, I mean, it's vintage. It's like, it's huge, honestly. I mean, it's it's, cool. it's like, I'm sorry if You're I kicked okay. you. It's like a commercial sized. Yeah. It's it just, just looks vintage. Yeah. It's very, uh, like, I don't know. It kind of gives me like the, what is it? Like high E, high, uh, H Y G G E vibe, like warm coats. I have no Cozy. idea what you're saying. Okay, look up the word Heidi. It's like this whole movement. Oh, do you know what I think this is? What? Hold on. Okay. It's Danish. Yeah. I saw a uh, book one time. This this is kind of frustrating that we're stealing Danish and Swedish terms and using them as our own i don't know america's a whole melting pot of everything i i know it's just like that's always been a thing for them and now it's like a fad here yeah i know i'm just saying like it's a little annoying i mean yeah i can see that uh so the internet went wild when people started posting how much it cost uh hannah went on to say that they did buy it secondhand but i mean let's be honest that's still thousands of dollars the stove went out at one point over the summer and a specialist had to come to the farm to fix it. It took weeks to get that specialist there. Um, that didn't stop Hannah from cooking uh, meals from scratch. She would create a make stove, nope, a makeway stove mm-hmm. on her deck with a propane tank and cast iron skillet. And she would cook all of her meals in that cast iron skillet. Of course she would. The AGA stovetop that never turns off and runs by propane year-round is how all of the dots about how people or how they were able to afford the farm started connecting. Daniel, whose father is David Gray Nealman and the founder of major airlines, including Morris Air, WestJet, JetBlue Airways, Azul Brazilian Airways, and Breeze Airways. So he is an air. Of course he is. To JetBlue. The problem isn't that their immense wealth or that the immense wealth behind the family. For many, it's the Nealman's lack of transparency. Their failure to disclose that their humble farm isn't quite as humble after all. Why? Tell me. Oh, well, I mean, they're just not, they just aren't like being transparent with, yeah, we have lots of money to invest into this. Oh, I see what you're saying. But, you know, what if it's. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. What if it, what if like you do have some people that have a lot of money and they just, they don't, they all like here, but they don't talk about it. They just live like that, that way of living. It looks like a humble way of life. Right. Um, to me, this just helps me take everything that they do with a grain of salt. Yes. I think that this kind of lifestyle is still attainable, but not to the degree that ballerina farms is. They have a ma- massive financial backing, and they just really can't fail. Yeah. So um, it's kind of like Tegan. Yeah, Tegan Gerard or mm-hmm. um, the Pioneer Woman. Yeah. You know, she can go invest X amount of dollars into this 
idea that she has, and if it fails, okay, well, she has 500 other things to fall back right, on. Right, right. Yeah. Um, the fact that they come for money just kind of takes the sparkle out of the content that they produce. I almost wish that they would do a tell-all where they air it all out, acknowledge the help that they have, and um, had to start up and keep funding this dream. Obviously, they're still making money from, like, socials and their websites and stuff. Um, they do have farm hands, obviously, to help with all of the, like, milking, because they also milk goats and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're also big raw milk consumers. I can't. Which triggers the crap out of people right now. I don't know as I could do that. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Raw milk actually tastes pretty good. I don't know. I I don't like milk, though. I, I'm cool with pasteurized milk, too. I don't like milk. Um, it's not... I take it or leave it. Uh, yeah, I'm not just chugging glasses of milk. Mm-hmm. I was i fell into the uh the holistic rabbit hole of how good raw milk is for you and how pasteurization takes out a bunch of essential vitamins and blah 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 not getting into it with anybody it's fine i think it could go both ways yeah i think it could because like pasteurized the that was the thing that turned me off from milk was when you uh somebody had told me that the uh what is it not fda nope is it the FDA? It is FDA? Allows a certain percentage of blood and pus to go into milk. Oh yeah. Because the they bleed and they're um what's that word I'm looking for? Like the udders? Their udders. Yeah, their udders bleed and they get in, like infected and pussy because they are milked so much yeah. that it's the FDA is, it allows a certain amount of blood and pus to go into your milk. And ever since I have found that out, uh-huh. when I drink a glass of milk, I cannot I help but think I'm drinking pus. Oh. Yeah. So I guess with raw milk, you're mainly buying from small farms. Yeah. So it's just the fact that it's not gone through. The pasteurization. Yeah. And I, I, I think it could go both. people that drink their raw milk. Absolutely. I think it could go both ways. Yeah. You could get sick off of either one of them. Right. I don't know. I've also read that, yeah, well, I've also read that humans weren't made to drink animal animal milk, milk, so the Um, fact that some of us can is a little weird. If you're lactose intolerant, that's supposed to be more normal. Well, so then there's another argument with the raw milk community that says that um, if you have lactose intolerance, that drinking raw milk is, would be easier on your gut. I mean, that could be. Yeah. Um, I'm just not a milk fan. No. Any kind of milk, really. I did I did get some raw milk, though, because I found this guy on the internet, and he's hooked up to the Amish community. Is that the guy that Gage Meat is cheese from? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was raw uh, yeah. dairy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. thought it was cool. Uh, regardless of the uh, controversy surrounding Ballerina Farms, I still love following their content because it's honestly just so beautiful and wholesome. Even if it isn't as authentic as I originally imagined. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can see what you're saying. Like, I think people find it more um, interesting to follow people knowing that they have been on our level. Yeah. They have been a startup and now this is where they are. Mm -hmm. And, and because it's like, okay, it gives you hope that I can too be like them. Absolutely. But when you're watching people that it's like, man, you were set up for success even out the gate because you had financial support or whatever. Yeah. The financial backing of, yeah. The rest of us are literally starting from the bottom. Yeah. Um, it does take away that hope of 
that true feeling about it. Like, oh, yeah, this that could be me someday. It's like, yeah, no, probably yeah. not because I don't have that amount of money. Yeah, there's a girl, another girl, well, I guess a family that I follow. It's the Roots and Refuge Farm. Uh, they used to be in Arkansas, and then they moved to one of the Carolinas or whatever. But she, like, uh, started her interest in having a garden, being a single mom, and just doing, like, container gardening in her backyard of, like, some house that she was renting. Mm-hmm. And then she met her current husband and told him her dream, and he actually didn't have any interest in doing farming and now they like are still sustaining her youtube channel uh really helps with like living that dream but they farm full-time now interesting yeah so i don't know i love following homesteading yeah content because that's like goals i don't want to homeschool my kids or anything because i don't even want to be a full stay-at-home mom it's hard like homesteading's hard it's hard work it's like constant work um yeah because like during covid um we had I, th- I feel like that was the summer that I did a lot of, like, homesteading stuff. Yeah, like you gardened and all that. Uh-huh, and harvested my own lavender, and mm-hmm. it was a lot of work. Yeah, I uh, follow that in Compass Farm. They are the ones that do that body oil that I really like with mm-hmm. the essential oils and stuff in it. And they do uh, lives on TikTok a lot, and they're just a very uh very opinionated couple and i love listening to it just because the husband always comes off as a sarcastic asshole to his wife and everybody's like oh he beats her and abuses her 24 7 but like i just think that's their banter as a like as a couple right um but they also have like a thousand chickens and they like sell chicken eggs and they also grow microgreens and sell microgreens locally and now they have the oil which really blew up because of tiktok because uh, like so many people were getting it and they were healing like their eczema, psoriasis, um, like if their dogs had hot spots, Interesting. they would heal that. I mean, the, uh, stretch marks, basically people have just been using it for everything and it's like really simple, easy ingredients. Of course. Yeah. Nice. So oil, olive oil, huh. some essential oils. Well, I'm not going to follow Ballerina Farms because <laughs> she makes me feel like an underachiever. <laughs> and I like my TikTok or TikTok and that. Instagram to be influential to me. Yeah. Like this is attainable. Right, that's true. That's why I went through and unfollowed Sorry. a bunch of the athletic people too cuz I was like, yep, I need oh, to like be the weightlifting. I need to be realistic with myself. Yeah. I'm not going to be that fit person. Yep. Got to yeah. stop. Got to stop. I do I it's a very bad mindset and it's oh, it's a practice to not compare. Right. Um, but that's what happens when you're on social media a lot. So yeah, that's my goal for 2024 is to, uh, not doom scroll as much. Yeah. Cause yep. I do. I find myself doing that a lot. There was something that popped up on my Instagram yesterday. It was a reel and it was a doomsday one. And I sat here as I was like working on stuff and I thought, that's so scary. I hope that doesn't happen. And then I was like, I'm just going to close out of it. Yeah. On the conspiracy Reddit, Reddit right now, they're like, the U.S. government is uh, preparing us for something big to happen. And I'm like, man, we've been saying this for years now. Like, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. You know, at least, you know, you know how to make cinnamon rolls. I know how to make sourdough <laughs> bread. Which isn't really going to matter if, like, you know, elect- yeah, you can barter. electricity and gas are shut off or anything you like have that. have a wood stove. I do have a wood stove. Yeah. I'm kind of screwed at this point. I don't have electricity, <laughs> but propane it is i guess 
Like, you'll yeah, have to like, steal it. Get it. I was gonna say you'll have to steal it. Loiter, mm-hmm. loitering. Just kidding. Don't don't do that. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I think about that a lot. I, I do too. I try not to too terribly much because I live with a. He's not quite a big doomsday prepper, but when COVID happened, yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. He was like, "We gotta buy all of this extra stuff," and I'm like, "But we are a part of the problem." Do you see that? Like, yeah. I will never forget walking into Walmart and being airing. like, "There's nothing here." Yeah. At all. I remember I would take my lunch breaks at like 9 a.m. whenever Aldi would open, so that I could get to Aldi and buy stuff. I just remember the Saturday before we like went into lockdown and I could not figure out why Walmart was so busy and things were just gone. I couldn't figure it out. Well, do you remember like two or three weeks before that, whenever, uh, I was telling our director, I was like, John, this is going to get here. It's already in New York. Like it's going to get here. And he was like, you're being so dramatic, Lauren. And I was like, John, I need to go buy disinfectant like stuff for the department because, right. you know, and then I, I remember going into his office and being like, you got to start figuring out what we're going to do whenever we get sent home. I, like, I had just, gonna happen. I had just gotten back from new Orleans. Oh yeah. I did. had, yeah, I had just gotten back from new Orleans and, um, I had actually emailed Gage's teacher and was like, Hey, I'm like, I didn't realize it was a big deal. I saw some people wearing masks when we were in the airport, but I didn't, I was used to that because I, because of SARS, I've seen it. Um, or like older people wearing them, but most everybody else didn't have them on. And we went down bourbon street in New Orleans and nobody had them on. So, um, well, because I think it was still like it was coming in. Yeah, it just hadn't blown up yet. Well, and I don't think that people thought that it was going to be as big as what it is. No, it was yeah. Because I got back from New Orleans, and then like the week later, we were sent home. The next yeah. week, where and I had asked Gage's teacher, and she was like, "We're not concerned. We're just more concerned about the flu." And then it was like two days later. <laughs> Sorry, they COVID-19. sent. Yeah, they sent all the kids home. Yeah. Um. I do remember whenever they were like two weeks to stop the spread. And then I was in Walgreens the other day and they're like, COVID-19 is here to stay. And I'm like, yeah, what happened to that two weeks to stop the spread? Do you remember when they had the signs of which direction you were supposed to go down the aisles in Walmart? Okay. But that was honestly the most efficient shopping. Yeah. But I remember like me obeying the rules. I I always did. I'm a And other people not obeying the rules and me getting super pissed off. But now I remember like Seth and I would both go and Seth and I both were like, we're both rule followers. So like we would wear a mask and everything. And he'd be like, these people and not following their rules or having common courtesy for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, uh, but now can you imagine going in there now and doing that with the amount of like personal shoppers? Cause they don't give a shit. No, they don't. They don't move. They don't give a shit. Uh, uh-uh. they don't give a shit. They don't. Mm-mm. You're like, I'm here to do my job. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. I don't care that you need cereal. Sure, I'll stand right in front of here. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was pretty, uh, Interesting, though, the Ballerina Farms. Yeah. Um, I feel like I had something else to say, but now I can't remember it. So, I'm just going to go ahead and say that that wraps up today's episode. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, and Patreon. Don't forget to subscribe. Sorry, guys. I was late on that. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave a five-star review. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube and hit that notification bell so you can get an alert every time an episode drops. We'll see you next week, but in the meantime... Stay strange, my friends.